स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाई एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट फॉर द लॉन्ग टर्म मैन्युफैक्चरर्स आर इन फेवर ऑफ अ टेक्नोलॉजी एग्नोस्टिक एंड एमिशन बेस्ड टैक्स वेर क्लीनर व्हीकल्स इरिस्पेक्टिव ऑफ देयर साइज एंड शेप आर इंसेंटिवाइज विद लोअर टैक्सेस दोज एडमिट मोर कुड बी पीनलाइज विद हायर टैक्सेशन internet has given us short attention spans we prefer to like and share content instead of reading it and sometimes even watching it at mint we decided to come up with the mint primer which breaks down the big news of today into short and quick consumable questions and answers on this podcast you will find insight about everything from cybercrime to why inflation might be skyrocketing i am alisha sachdev and this is today's primer Today's primer is by Sumanth Banerjee. Now, why has taxing SUVs in India become such a vexing matter? India does not quite know how to define a sports utility vehicle yet. At least there's no consensus here, and that has led to confusion on how to tax them. Nearly 6 years after the GST was implemented, the center is now looking at plugging in some loopholes to prevent any unintended tax evasion. Now let us take a look at what this means when it comes to the taxes you could potentially be paying on your next quote unquote SUV purchase. To begin with, let's understand how are cars taxed today. All automobiles are taxed in the 28% bracket under the goods and service tax, but there is also a compensation cess that customers pay on top of that. SUVs here attract the highest cess of 20 to 22%. But the definition is vague. Currently, there are four parameters a car must fulfill to qualify for the highest cess. It should be popularly known as an SUV with more than 4 meters length and ground clearance of 170 mm or more. The engine size must be more than 1.2 liters in the case of a gasoline engine or 1.5 liters in the case of a diesel engine. The first condition is what's leading to confusion right now leading to some states like Haryana alleging tax evasion by automakers by not labeling some SUVs as well SUVs So let's dig deeper into what this confusion is about A vast majority of sports utility vehicles or SUVs on the roads today do not fulfill all the four conditions and hence are not taxed as SUVs In fact the new range of small SUVs are taxed like small cars and small cars only pay a cess of 1 to 3%. There are exceptions here. The Mahindra Thar for example which does not meet two of the four conditions of length and engine size but still attracts 20% cess. However, multi-utility vehicles or MUVs as they're popularly called like Kia Carens and Maruti Ertiga meet three of the four conditions mentioned here. But because they are not popularly seen as SUVs, the rate of cess is 17%. That's a slab originally kept for big sedans. Now let's see if we can learn something from the way the global markets define SUVs. But unfortunately, there's no fixed definition here also. In most mature markets though, only vehicles that have a four-wheel drive capability where all the four wheels are powered, giving them all-terrain capabilities are known as SUVs. In India, Most cars including SUVs are only front wheel drive and would not qualify as SUVs in these other global markets. 
Less than 5% of the cars on Indian roads, for example, today have a four-wheel drive capability. But what about electric and hybrid SUVs? The taxation is simpler for future technologies with no slabs whatsoever. All electric vehicles in India, irrespective of their size or ground clearance, are taxed at 5%. Small hybrid vehicles attract no cess above the 28% GST rate, while big hybrid vehicles like the recently launched Maruti Grand Vitara attract a flat 15% cess. This is one reason manufacturers like Mahindra are eager to bring in bigger EVs as unlike combustion engine vehicles there is no taxation benefit for launching smaller cars and SUVs. Lastly, what is the industry seeking at this point in time? For now, it wants a status quo with no change in the definition and a continuation of the relatively lower rate for MUVs. The argument is that MUVs are often used as public transport in semi-urban and rural parts and should therefore not be taxed highly. For the long term, manufacturers are in favor of a technology agnostic and emissions-based tax where cleaner vehicles, irrespective of their size and shape, are incentivized with lower taxes. Those that emit more could be penalized with higher taxation. And well as we are moving towards a 2017 net zero emissions target this does seem like a reasonable alternative. And that was a quick glimpse at today's front page. See you again tomorrow. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.